Yesterday was Daf Chav Test number 29. Today is number 30. And we'll do a review of yesterday's Daf Ket to today's. We're going to start off from the top of the page. Um, and uh, we talked about Isra Mitzvah. And the question is, is that uh, how can it be, the Mishnah says that Isra Mitzvah is, um, is going to need Chalitza and not Yibam. And according to Rabbi Shimon, when two sisters are falling together, or a mother and daughter combination, or a mother-granddaughter combination, we say there's no mitzvah of Yibam or Chalitza altogether. And now all of a sudden you have to do Chalitza? What's up with that? Because Rabbi Shimon doesn't even argue over here. That's the question. So the Gemara explains. <laughs> the only reason we're doing chalitza here is because they might people might come to the erroneous conclusion and think that it's a mitzvah in general um, uh, doesn't need any chalitza or yibum, you know, because they don't they don't realize that the reason why is because of the two that are falling together. They uh, they they will think that it's. Uh, that, oh, I understand why he's uh, not doing anything, because it's uh, Isser Mitzvah, and I guess there's no Mitzvah's Yibam on it, you don't have to do Chalitza Be'ezer Mitzvah, which is not true. So the Gemara says, I understand that, that would work for the one who is the Isser Mitzvah, but the sister, what's the deal with that? So he says, we made a Xerah on the sister because of her. So uh, how come by Erva don't we make that Xerah? Make a Xerah on the, uh, on the sister that she should require Chalitza because of the uh, the one that's the erva. Apparently, every, people are more knowledgeable in erva that they don't fall to yibum, and uh, there's a call, and therefore that somehow that that word got out. But uh, iser mitzvah is where it gets murky. People lose, you know, they don't really understand that it's only midarabanan or not, you know, like a, not working on a on a doraisa level, or it's only a lav, which is uh, a kedusha. Anyway, that's why it's less clear. All right, that took us to the next Mishnah. Three brothers married, two of them married to, to, to sisters, and one is single. And then one of the uh, brothers that were married to his sisters, um, <clears throat> one of the married brothers uh, dies, and uh, the one who was married to single, uh, who was not, who was single, who wasn't married at all, uh, did mimer, and then, he, and then uh, the other brother died. Okay, so now... Bishami says, well, look, you're married already to the one sister, mm-hmm. even though it's only a mimer. But mimer, according to Bishami, is like a real Kenyan. And therefore, stay with your wife, and there's no mitzvah yibum at all to your wife's sister. And that's mm-hmm. what he says to do. Um, Basilo says, no, 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 this is not, this is only mimer. Mimer's not a real dough rice of thing. It's only working on a rabbinic level. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to extricate yourself from the mimer by giving a get. And since there's still a zik, you're going to have to give a chalitza now. And then when the other one, you're going to also have to do a chalitza. And basically, this is the classic case of Oyla Yalishtai and Oyla Yalishtai. The single brother remained single, even though now he's the opportunity to marry two beautiful women. None of them are working out because he has to you know, get rid of uh, get rid of the one who he, he he gave a ring to, as well as the other one. He can only do chalitza, and that's the story. I'm still I don't understand the thinking of Beth Hillel on that deal. I mean, he paid a mama. He has some kind of zika for the first one, okay? And he said no. I mean, this zika is the second one that died later on is stronger. Than the zika no. that he has for this one right here. That's, that's not true. He didn't say because that. he forces him to give a get. No, that's why not does he give a get to the first one? Because, because it's a mimer. 
Oh, right. Mimer is not, not real in the in Torah sense. I mean, why should, I mean, you already agreed to marry the woman. Okay? That's very nice. Because I mean, you're talking from emotional perspective, I understand. It's a set, uh, an emotional perspective, you're no, right. No, no, no. But no, from a purely... I mean, no, no, pure business. Business. Pure business. So, Mimer, I mean, so the answer is, Minha Torah, no, no, look, one second. There is a, let him answer. Mimer, Mimer. Minatora. Good morning. He's I nothing. see the hardcore guys here. Come on, right. come join us. If you can stick it through your mamas, you can do anything. Mimer in Torah no. perspective is a big zero. So then. So why do you give a get? But because you didn't give a shit, you have to give a get. Yeah. I mean, so you, have to, you have to reverse so what you did. It's a gizok, gizok. No, no. It's saying, since you did a rabbinic marriage, you have to do a get to undo that marriage. And then you have to go give a chalitza because there's a zika. And then you have to give the chalitza to the other one because you had, you had been married no. to, okay. quasi married to the other one. I understand what you're saying. That's all. That's Miss Hill's logic. I'm coming up on point. The first one that died, he's like the first note on the on the piece of property. The second one is the second note. So what do you follow first? You follow the first first. No, if was nothing was done, then you have to do two chalitzas. But right? he, is, he already made agreement on that. Machlokes. If nothing was done, it's machlokes. Then according to the Tanakama, you have to give a chalitza to each of them. According to Rabbi Shimon, you don't have to do nothing. You because mean because they're they're they, 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 they cancel each other out? I agree with Rob Shimon. Okay, so that's very nice of you. Okay. I disagree with you. Okay, good. All right, anyway. All right. You could take sides. You could take sides. But anyway. Basila, what? You understand? Let's listen. The goal here is not to see who we agree with, who we disagree with. The goal is. To make sure we understand all the conditions. So that's what I'm trying to understand Hillel. Beis Hillel is saying, so you understand. Beis Hillel is saying, Mimer is not, is not a Torah level thing. So it does nothing to really get rid of the Zika so to the other sister. Hold on. doesn't do anything to get rid of the Zika to the other sister. They're both falling with Zika. And therefore they each need to be dealt with. You'll have to deal with the first one by extricating yourself. Because you cannot consummate such a marriage. Because after all, you weren't really married. And you have, after all, you have Zika to her sister, and that's a problem. So tachosikukaso, and the same is true with the second one, and therefore you're gonna have to give chalitza to both. Is it? Is it? it does it make enough kamina? Mm-hmm. Do you have to do the get before the chalitza for the first one? Oh, yeah. Or it doesn't matter. For sure. That's a good question. I don't. I don't think the order makes a difference, mm-hmm. but I think we do have to. We do generally give the get first. No, I understand. That generally, would make that is the, the one right. The mimer, but right. That is what was Ma'akev done, but I don't know if it's Ma'akev. Okay. okay. Right. Don't you have to have to give a get first before you start Chalitza? Because after all, you Chalitza. have an obligation. I mean, if you have a Zika, you have to get Each one is independent. That's what I see it. But anyway, we'll see. Okay. okay. I don't know. So far, I don't know that answer. Right. Okay. So it's again Hila. Okay. So the question the Gemara wants to know is that whenever you see a Zuhi, this is the case where it's a it's a, it's it's bad. It's like a bad situation for the wife, bad situation for the other one. That's the this one. That means as opposed to another one where it's not this one. So Zuhi Lamutimai, what's it coming to exclude? So the Gemara says it's coming to exclude the case of Rabbi Yeshua, which is similar, where we're not taking Rabbi Yeshua's side. We're taking one of the other opinions, either Rabbi Gamliel or Rabbi Yezer. Why? What is the Machlokas? The case is where just a regular person happened to be married to two, one brother is married to a woman, the other brother is married to that woman's 
younger sister who's only a Ktana. Okay? Ktana. Not really a marriage because it was married up by the mother and brother. Potential Mion situation. So in that case, um, we, have a, we have a three-way argument. Rabbi Gamliel says, um, Rabbi Gamliel says that uh, you advise the girl to do Mion and then you could go ahead and do Yibu because Mion undoes any marriage he might have had to the sister. And then there's a total yibum option, either yibum or chalitza, whatever you choose, to the sister that's really fallen to you. That's what Rabbi Gamliel says. Rabbi Gamliel says, not required. You could just um, cultivate the continue on with this marriage. After all, you did a marriage. Once she hits adulthood, you can have to wait till she hits an adulthood. Then she's an adult, and the marriage will automatically be consummated to a full level. And then the other one will be an achosisha at that juncture. And no need for either chalitza yeah, or Yeah, but you can't get married to them. Yes, so we're going to have to wait. Yeah, we'll have to wait. And then the third was Rabbi Yeshua, which he says, What he's going to do, he's going to have to now um, get rid of this one. But since he was actually married to her, so therefore you can need to do um, a chalitza to the other one. And uh, what does not have an option of, of, of Yibu. Um, and that's the story. And we're saying in that case of what Rabbi Yeshua says, we are Mishnah in disagreeing with that. He can get rid of the, yeah. the, the, the Tana? He could, but it's still a sister. It doesn't help divorcing her. Remember, so, sister, the issue of sisters, I think the, I thought the if she did a man, you can't, you know, a man no, has so to I be that, her I, choice. I, I thought that she's, yeah, no, I'm saying that I thought that the husband cannot get rid of her because <laughs> she's a Tana. Yeah, you can't really divorce a ketana. Exactly. Point B, I mean, that's not... If the, you could if there's a father who's accepting yeah, the divorce. No, but that's different. That's midoraisa, no? That's not midoraisa. That is midoraisa, correct. Say, but here it's midoraisa. Right, but the point being is is that Rabbi Shimon, uh, Rabbi Yeshua over there says that woe to his wife and woe to his Eishas Achiv, but both... Anyway, the point is we're disagreeing with that. Mm-hmm. Comes along Rabbi Lazar on our Mishnah and says, Let me, let's explain... Beishami over here. Don't misunderstand Beishami. Beishami is saying over here <clears throat> that uh, that basically um, he stays with his wife that he did a mimer to. Don't think that mimer that he holds a mimer is a real Kenyan, a king, what we call a Kenyan gomor. In um, that if he would decide to extricate himself from the marriage, all he needs is a get and goodbye, and he doesn't need to do a chalitza because of course he still needs. There's still zika there doesn't get rid of the Zika. All it does, all it serves to do is that, that if you did a Mimer, it means that the other sister doesn't fall to you to Yibam because it's effective in that level. But of course, the Zika to, your, to the original one was never it's there. swallowed up by the Mimer. It has to be consummated in order to use up, to, in order to... Yeah. Yes, but I'm saying you still have to do chalitza. That's really what his point is. But the chalitza okay. doesn't take you up in mind, right? Right. So comes along, right. So the so comes along, um, Rebbe Oven, and he says, you know what? I think our Mishnah seems to be really be indicating what your point is. Why? Because our Mishnah says that it's only Yekaimu. He's allowed to remain married. We don't say that um, that when the first one dies and then the second one dies, you could just go ahead and do a mimer to the first one, and then, um, and then if you free yourself from the next one. So you see, it doesn't work like Chathila. Why it doesn't work like Chathila? Let Maimur be Kona, King, and Gomor, and then pop, pop off the second one. So the Gemara says, that's not a good rant, I'll tell you why. Um, because, 
Let's say it doesn't work. All it works to the level is to make it a doche. It only pushes off the other one from it needing to do anything to the to the sister that's falling to Yibum second. Um, let's say that's what it does. That's still, um, but if it's a Dechia Gemura, so then why don't we also say, you know, let's do a Maimer to the one, and then if he has a brother, that other brother could do a Maimer to the other, and then they, can, and then they each don't fall to the sister, and then they'll each consummate the marriage uh, to the one that they did Maimer to. Obviously, the fact that it doesn't work um, is, is not necessarily an indicator that it's not Dochem Tichir Gmur, is that is because we make a distinction between two types of Maimer. There's a difference between what we call a Maimer Deatera and a Maimer Deisur. A Maimer Deatera means that when you did a Maimer, there was no uh, uh, opposing force of a Zika to her sister at the time. So that's a Maimer Deatera, as opposed to now that both sisters are dead and there's a Mitzvah Yibaman both of them that needs to be dealt with that you can't, so then that's a maimer that you do to one, is a maimer de sur because you're doing a kiddushin to the achos de kukaso. So that's why it's a flawed, it's a flawed maimer in the first place. So that same logic would work as well, and the bottom line is it's not a very conclusive proof as, as far as this version goes. Comes along, version B of Ravashi says that there's a whole second version of what Rebbe Lazar is saying. Rebbe Lazar is saying, when Beishami says that Maimer is gone, it doesn't mean it's King and Gomor. It doesn't even mean that it's uh, that it's Docha, Dechia Gemurah, that it's a full knocking off of the other one. The other wa- woman that falls to Yibam will still, even in Beishami's world, require a Chalitza. Um, and uh, it's Docha, but it's Mishayer. So it just means that you're allowed to remain married to this one. And but but it doesn't work serve to free you from any and all obligation of the other sister. You're still going to have to give her a chalitza because after all, um, the only thing that it accomplished your mimer is that you are allowed to remain married to the one that you married, um, that you did the mimer to. That's all it's accomplishing. So it's not an, even a dechia gemura. Now Rabban says, isn't that what our mission is saying? Because our mission is saying that you can't do. Um, that uh, that it's only Yekaimu after the fact that you did a Maimur and we can't tell you to go ahead and do a Maimur. Um, so the Gemara says um, on that that uh, um, that this version we said doesn't really work so well and the main reason why is because it doesn't sound like that there's any need. It just says implies that there's no need to do either even Chalitza. So uh, basically we rejected this version of uh, uh, Rabbi Ovens, uh, of I'm um, sorry, of uh, of Rabbi Lazar's statement. Uh-huh. Okay, brings us to the next thing, which is okay. Um, the Rab Rabba raises an interesting question. Um, he says, "What what level? What does Maimer do? Is Maimer making irisin or does Maimer making isuin? That's the question. So." The Gemara wants to understand what, regarding what difference. Obviously, we know that when it comes to marriage, there's two levels of marriage. There's marriage that's there's the first betrothal stage, and then there's the second stage of the Nisuin, where, where the marriage is consummated. Okay, that we call it Mesira Lechupa. We have names for it. But anyway, we always do a two, two-stage marriage. It used to be they were separated by months, months in advance, that, you know, uh, they did the engagement. The engagement used to be a betrothal, and then finally now we do it all at the same wedding, two steps. 
we, we read the ksuvim in, in between just to break, break up the two parts. But anyway, the point being is, is that there's, a, there's a differences between uh, Eris and Nusur. And the question is, what does Mimer do? Eris and Nusur. So the question is, why would Mimer be any stronger than, the, um, than what it's based on, which is a Kiddushin? A Kiddushin only gives you the rights of an Eresim. So why would the Mimer in a Yivim setting be stronger than that? That's the Gemara's bother by, like, why are we even asking this question? And uh, the Gemara explains, um, what we really want to know is uh, um, that we're asking as far as Monsieur Chopa, do we need to consummate the marriage via Chopa, like you would in a regular marriage? Or do we say, look, if after all, a Yibum case, and Yibum, there's no need to bother with any of the niceties that we typically do in a marriage. It even works Balkarcho, and that's the question. What level, maybe it's considered already consummated and there's no need to go through the regular, regular form of, of chuppah. So the question is, why should it be different than a regular chuppah? Just because you did maimer, that makes it an even stronger relationship than regular yibam. If regular yibam, you could just walk in and you, yavama yavo aleha, even balkarcha, why would I think that maimer is less than that? The answer, Gemara says, the reason why we're, what we aren't sure is, is because maybe once you do maimer, so then you're sort of taking away the zika of a yibum style, and you're turning it into more of a a a, a marriage style and a kedushin style, and therefore you have to follow through in that way. So that was the suffix. We brought a raya. Raya is from a woman who's waiting yibum, whether from one yavam or from two yavamin, meaning there's either one brother around or two. And uh, we talked about that far as the Dharma. Rebbeleazer says that the uh, Yavam would be able to do hafaras nedarim. And Rabbi Yeshua says that's only if there's only one brother, not if there's two brothers. And Rabbi Akiva says neither bro- one brother nor two brothers. So Rabbi Akiva makes a lot of sense. He holds uh, basically ain't zika. So there's no real bond just because you have a mitzvah zibam. And therefore, nobody is allowed, even when there's only one person, nobody's really allowed to do a first in the dorm. Um, Rabbi Yeshua makes also a lot of sense, very clear, because he says it only works the power of Hafaro when there's only one brother, we know who's doing it. But when here, we don't know who's doing it because there's multiple brothers. So then, um, you cannot, uh, he has no power, neither brother has a power of Hafaro's and Dharam. The question is, but what is the logic of Rebbeleazer? Even if you hold the Yishdika, so, oh, so how, what, what, when there's one brother, I understand, but what about when there's two brothers? How is, how is the brother going to do uh, Hafara? The answer we can only make the way to make sense that there's one brother that's going to do Afara. It's a brother that does Mimer will be able to do the Afara. Now, how is that allowed that the Mimer is able, Mimer is able to do, the one who did the Mimer is able to do Afara? Normally, regular Erisin uh, doesn't allow it. So what do you see? Then Mimer does. Nisuino said not. Erisin also. So that was a nice, a nice riot to this point. So, um, so the Gemara says, um, uh, so the 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 Gemara says, Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, well, how do you know? Maybe what it means by a far over here means like the same as an Erisin, which is Bishutfis with the father. You know, the father is one of the partners, like just like a regular Arusa, um, who does Afara? It's a combination of both father and uh, and husband that need to combine to be made for Nidaran. And the same thing over here. So Gemara says, um, 
the Gemara says, well, wait a second. Even What about according to Rabbi Lazar, it says that even Bishami agrees that Maimur is not a king in Gomor. It only works to be Docha Tzara. So how is he going to work to be Mefer, even Shutfis? So the Gemara says, no. When I said that, I'm talking about as far as as far as the need, you know, it doesn't the need to do chalitza if you want to extricate yourself, give a get for the maimer. Of course, you still have zika that you need to deal with. But as far as the ability to do a first dharma, I'm not discussing that. That could be that you still need, you still have that power. Now, the question is, um, um, the, well, that's one option. Or uh, Rabbi Lazar could argue that even Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak doesn't make sense because it doesn't say the word yaferu; it just says yafer, single. So it must be um, that the case here is is a unusual case where the just like in a case of betrothal where the period of time of the amount of time of normal engagement um, passes, so then the husband all of a sudden has to take on all the obligations of of, of sustenance to, to his wife. Same thing as what's going on over here, and that the husband has to take on all the all obligations of the sustenance of his wife, and therefore he would uh, have the power to be made for an adorum because the one who provides that's she's everything she's no deris is altas baili no and that's the power of a person adorum, and that is as far as we got yesterday. And